0: What's up, everybody? We're back for another podcast of Church Girl Catching Hell. We're going to do uh, part two of Shame. It's your girl, Raquel. I'm Inyang. I'm Kara. I'm Teresa. Nina Park. And thanks again for joining <laughs> us. We're going to go ahead and get right into it. And uh, Nina's going to go ahead and, and share a little bit about some experience about Shame. Gosh, just like that, huh? <laughs> right Throw right it right over right there.
1: Throw <laughs> it Yeah. Swim, yes. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, uh, shame almost seemed to me um, growing up as a, a part of Christianity um, because I, I, I almost feel like that's the way that they they got you to follow Christ, right? It was like either it was through fear of hell mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. Your, your life is so dirty. Right. Yeah. You need to, you need Jesus, you know, yeah. and right. so, um, repent. repent now or you, or you're going to hell pretty much. No matter what, it was kind of like, you're, 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 you're going to go to hell. You're doomed. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, growing up, I had, uh, two different kind of church experiences. So I had my great grandmother who was like straight holiness, all white, wearing the skirts, the little doilies on her head. Um, She got up every morning, prayed like five hours before the sun woke up. Man. Um, okay, it might not have been five hours. I'm totally exaggerating. But I mean, <laughs> it felt like five, felt like five hours to right. me because, you know, I she would pull me down out of the bed. I would still have the cover halfway on one knee, trying to get my toes wiggled out the other one, you know. And I would just be, you know, falling asleep as she was just, oh Lord and oh Lord and oh God and um, oh my God, oh my God, you know. And so, <laughs> and so so um, <laughs> and so, she, it was straight all about. uh my oh <laughs> <Bina> Parker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was just like it was. She, she was always a house of prayer, but she was also a house of peace. Mm. And everyone would come to her for prayer. Um, uh, she at church. She was a deaconess, and she would. She would sing and, and everybody would just oh just cry every time she sang. And so that was that was great grandma church, mm-hmm. um, holiness church, a little tiny church. And then I, I then my grandmother's church was the pageant church and that was a church that I I don't even ever remember hearing a sermon. Like I don't ever remember the preacher preaching. I only remember doing pageants. Oh, I wow. remember that was the very first place I ever sang a song at, like three years old. Oh, wow. And so I and I was in the Little Miss Wonderful pageant, and I used to win trophies. And they used to have a lot of boosters, and you had to give money. Mm-hmm. I, so that was the church you gave money, and you good with the Lord. Wow, <laughs> and so I, the but at my grandmother's house we could listen to secular music, right? And we could dance and we can jiggle a little bit. You that was unacceptable at, at great grandmother's house. And most of the time it was like don't tell her, or if you if we heard her knock on the door, <laughs> it know. was like turn off the music. <laughs> y'all know, turn on, on the oh Jesus, you know, <laughs> like turn on, turn on the turn the Christian. Here she here she come, you know. And so um so that was it was like, you know, I I felt like I was in good as long as I did right. Um, but I remember that there was a a moment where I was chewing gum. It was, we were downstairs in like a little fellowship hall area. And I think we were there for like a choir rehearsal. And one of the elders saw that I was chewing gum and she was like, are you chewing gum? And I was like, because mm-hmm, I didn't even, I, I didn't even think that it was, I knew you wasn't supposed to chew gum in the sanctuary, but I didn't know it was bad to chew gum in the in the fellowship hall, right? And I was just chewing gum and, and she was like, that is unacceptable. You don't chew gum in the Lord's house. Don't be disrespectful to the Lord. Spit it out. And I was thinking like, you want me to spit it out in, like in your hand? Mm-hmm. Like you, I could go get a tissue. She was like, spit it out right now, young lady. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going but like I, I was like trying to get the juices out, so it didn't you know, big point. old glob. Yeah, you know, like wow, I was just like, I don't so know if she's thinking this all the way through. And so I spit it out in her uh, in her hand, and she said, "You better not ever let me catch you doing this." And you need a reminder. And she put that gum on my forehead. Uh, oh no! And I was, uh, I was like, out of line. I. uh. Um, I'm never chewing gum again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't ever wanna. I don't wanna chew gum no more. You know? And so, I was just so ashamed. Like I couldn't believe it. And I was so scared. My great grandmother was gonna see me. She was at her own little rehearsal, and thankfully, I was able to get it off before I, you know, actually seen her and was, you know, and we went home. And I didn't even tell her that it happened because yes. I was. So ashamed, and I was scared that I was gonna get in trouble for mm. chewing gum. Yeah, and that was one of my kind of first experiences of you know, like real like I know you ain't supposed to dance around my my great grandmother. I know you yeah. not supposed to like, but then it was like, wait, something is really bad if you do something bad. Yeah. Well, um, uh, my my I didn't understand the gum thing. I didn't know the law was mad about gum. <laughs> <laughs> but I just assumed, especially in his house. Especially right. in his house, right? You don't chew gum in his house, right? So it was almost like. It was like God was in a place. God was God was at church, and God was at my great-grandmother's house, and God was, you know, he was at places, and those places you could not do those things, right? So mm-hmm. it was like you can, I guess, sin, but then you go and repent, or you go say sorry to the Lord on Sundays, and that's where God is that you go and meet him. It, the idea or concept of God being present everywhere you go was something that only te- seemed to be used as a fear thing. Like, he's watching you like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. He sees you when you're sleeping. He sees <laughs> you when you're right, waiting. Wait, you know right. I mean? right. And he's like, he knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. you know. And so you were constantly like, oh no, I did something bad. The Lord is watching. Mm-hmm. Oh God. you know. Right. And so it was constantly a, a fear thing. But shame didn't really settle in. Because I didn't really have a, a real grasp or understanding until... Um I remember when I just felt like I was such a bad person because I was I I had lied about my grades. I was ashamed and I had, you know, i been getting in trouble with my mom a lot. And so I remember joining this this, this the very first church I joined it was after my great grandmother had passed away, after my grandmother had moved out and it was just me, my mom and my brother. And her godmother took me and my brother to church and we went to church And I love the church because we first went to, like, like a hallelujah night. But the very next time we went, I joined the church. My mom was like, what you mean you joined the church? (laughs) And so my mom wanted to go to the church to see this church I joined. Because it was like, you were supposed to only be going for, like, just going, not be joining the church. (laughs) Um, But they asked about people being saved. And I remember, like, I was, like, 12. And I was like, I'm getting up. I'm going to go get saved. It's time for me to get saved. And (laughs) I got up to get saved my mother gave me the scolding oh, of a no. lifetime because wow. she was like, you already saved. You walk in front of all them people trying to act like you're not saved. Wow, and, to, and it was like, she was like you got saved when you was a little girl. Yeah. You remember? You got saved at your grandfather's funeral. And, and I barely remembered.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, was I, I
1: was
0: scared to death.
2: Literally.
1: Right? It's like, ah, <laughs> yes, you know. But I remember feeling like, oh God, now now the people gonna think I'm a sinner. Yeah, yeah. And and so that then I was so running true. around yeah. scared yeah. Yeah. because so I went true. and got saved. Yeah. And it's like, oh, He's they gonna, gonna be think sa-
2: you, you yeah. supposed to be already
1: saved. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You, you you supposed to you be already right. saved. And so it was like, okay, now I gotta make sure I act like I was already saved, and I was just getting a refresher. Right. Right. I was uh. just up there because they used to say if you're a backslider, but then it was right. like. I don't know if it was more better to be a soul sinner yeah. or a backslider. Right. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure which one, which was the lesser of two evils. Um, but I remember it just being exhausting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 because I had, you know, I had some some daddy issues and I had performance issues. I never really had the the intimacy with God um, that that because I was so scared of him. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared that everything I was doing was mm-hmm. displeasing because yeah. even though I could do all these good things that yeah. my mother or my grandmother or somebody else would dote on me and say, good job, mm-hmm. um, I felt like I could never do quite enough mm-hmm. to to earn uh, the love of God, to be right. able to... To have him say, you know, job well done. That's what I wanted. And it yeah. was like, only what you do for Christ will last. And then I was sitting there trying to calculate all the stuff I was doing for God. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lord, this don't yeah. burn up in the fire. <laughs> you know, that's a good Lord, that's a fire. It's supposed to be a long list. You got it. It's like, I'm like, uh, I'm uh, like uh, can, can yeah. I count? Can I count that Another one time? Right, no, no, like, one. okay, Can, well, I, well, can well, I count that well, and well, step well, on the bus? <laughs> get a book you know (laughs) and so it was like there was nothing that that you know and I, I remember just wanting to have a deeper and closer relationship with God and just feeling like no matter what I did and I have a journal that I had from that time that I wrote out like my bucket list and on the top of my bucket list was go a whole day and be sin free good luck Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: no, but at that time, no. but but yeah, I, but, but I get that because until I realized there's like six hundred and thirteen different sins that you could commit, uh, like, yeah, so, like that. so there's like, so I was like, dang, it's more than like ten. Okay, I'm in trouble because now I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know See, which one. I should just sit still.
1: You, no, no, and, and I'm cool, let and me I tell you what you go got me. What got me was when I found out that even your thoughts could be a sin. Yeah. I was like, Oh, Navigating come on God, Even if you don't I, do I, it, like, what what Steve Harvey say? I, I I just rather go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is too hard. So hard, and so it took, it like trying to get right, trying to stay right, trying to do right, yeah. And and I remember as a child, and and it was like it was very juxtaposed to my as I got older. But as a child, I would have like these little moments that I would mm-hmm. test and see yeah. if God was always listening,
3: yeah. And I
1: remember mm-hmm. I asked God, I was like, God, I really want that. I I was we had saw this purple coat mm-hmm. at this store, like in the window, and it was beautiful, and mm-hmm. I was like. I told God in my head, I want that purple coat. Mm. And I knew it was probably a lot of money and because it was in the fancy lights and fancy air. And I was like, I want that coat. I want that purple coat. It's yeah. so pretty, you know. And so my mother's boyfriend at the time, who happened to look like my dad, which was just so many things, wow. but he got, got me a birthday gift and it was the purple coat. I was oh. like... Oh,
0: Let me tell you something.
1: God is... God is listening. That's- but then, of course, it played against me as I got older because it yeah. was like, God sees you when you're sleeping. You know, yeah. like he sees all yeah. of the mm-hmm. horrible yeah. things you do, too. So yeah. it's like I can't make up for all of the, the bad things I did. Yeah. So the, the more it's like I had this relationship with God somewhat that I knew something wasn't right yeah. with how I felt mm-hmm. but it was like this battle like is exactly. God the God that just listens to me and then blesses me with things or is God the God that's going to sk- kill me strike me dead yeah. you know because my grandfather would say hey don't you move during the storm You guys doing his business Yeah, and, and and it was like do you know how hard it is for me to stay still yeah. and I was like hello somebody I want to stay still while am right. not doing this business but right. well, Lord you know to turn the AC off. It's hot, <laughs> you know. And it was just like, right. ah. and, and it was just like, nope. I was trying to do tic tac toe. It was like, nope, no, yeah. no tic tac toe. while am Lord doing this. So it was like, this, this, sh- everything was in this box, and I felt, mm-hmm. I felt so out of the box, yeah. but trying to stuff myself in it. Yeah, and and I, I dated a guy who was was about to be. A- <laughs> be a preacher and y'all he went to lord god for he almost and when he hears this maybe one day he might hear this and he gonna laugh too because it was funny but he (laughs) went to like a strict holiness kojic church and everybody was about the shoes it was a whole different culture because i grew up more like holiness baptist and then i got to the and it was like kind of baptist pentecostal run around screaming and then it was like now we in like strip yes you, you you run around and everything mm-hmm. else but you gotta you gotta know how to shout right yeah. and you got to have the, the high heel shoes you gotta she, shout in the high heel shoes they gotta shoes. be fancy yeah. so they can say alright yes daughter come on shoes you know yeah. so it was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: so right,
1: I was like I don't have shoes. the right. fancy Kojic yeah. shoes right yeah. and I don't have the fancy Kojic things with the flare out on the sleeves and the flare you know so. I don't have those <laughs> types of things and I don't know yeah I don't know. So I tried so hard because he had his initial sermon. And I remember trying to get my outfit right because I had to look like the part of the first lady. Yeah. And oh, wow. and I never know how to be a first lady because I was just too wild. And, uh, <laughs> and so I I remember putting on this lime green suit that I had. That was all at my my We my need eye. pictures. Oh, I gotta find pictures of, I know my mama got to have some pictures of this lime green suit. So I put on this lime, lime green suit. I got this little doily. Um, uh, and then I had some gold shoes and some shimmery stockings first oh, wow. of all I didn't know I shouldn't yeah. have worn the oh, shimmery stockings oh, that's but wise. that's what <laughs> that's I had that's <laughs> that's I thought it was highlight. you were a sight for some eyes. I, I was, was a light. sight <laughs> I don't know if it was a thing. sight to see you walk into church and you're like that's a glory <laughs> 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 It's that kind of glory my <laughs> brother on the front row with my little doily and you know he was so nice about it he was just like Look at you! What you're looking look like! At you. <laughs> look at you! Look at like you! Look at you! You rock like, it! Look
2: at what you, you, like like you, like you do! <laughs> <laughs> you, look like it.
1: you look good! You look good in your outfit! And I just, but I, you know, I could hear the whispers, I could hear the conversations, and it was like, I felt so, so. Inauthentic. I felt so not you, not me, yeah. and trying so hard to be this person mm-hmm. that I was so not good at. Right, mm-hmm. and then I and then first of all, why were you trying to be somebody pastor's wife when you ain't even married to the man? Right, right. But but you, had, <laughs> okay. but, but you know they gonna look at you. They you know? look at yeah. you in advance though, because he's just doing his initial sermon. He we what well, we, we we were. Early 20s, right? Yeah. i barely 20. And so it was like, and I, I was trying to just play the, the car, role yeah. so mm-hmm. that it would look like to the people right. around that mm-hmm. I was worthy to be with him and even mm-hmm. dating him. Yeah. Um, and it was, I had to give a prophecy and I didn't know that's what it was called because I wasn't allowed to say my dreams. And so I was reckless with it because I was just like I would have a dream about somebody and because at home I wasn't allowed to say my dream because it was considered bad luck I would be like, I had a dream that she was in a car accident and uh, the oh, car dang. flipped about three four times and, uh, oh, wow. like, okay. and you swear, I would say stuff. I I was yes And then like there was some people who stopped coming around because I didn't realize some of the stuff I was saying was happening. They were thinking I was bad <gasps> luck and so,
2: uh, and so uh, I was
1: like <laughs> and I whatever I saw in dreams, I would just say. And so then, like, when people would tell me, you know, if yeah. you, know what I saw, and you I'm had what like, even... me I'm <laughs> <laughs> <My>
3: asking
2: <basketball laughs> <friend, I was, laughs> Wait a minute,
3: Wait a minute,
2: wait a minute. I just
3: need to know, and if it's a good one, I want to hear about it. If it's bad,
1: I don't want to hear about it. like, <laughs> I need to have stipulations on it. Right, yeah. But it, it was it's like, serious. I felt, I just kept feeling like no matter what I did, I was doing it wrong. Yeah. And in terms of connection with God, it was like, i i I remember reading something and it was so amazing because that one day it was something about simultaneously i read something about a mantle and and about uh and about carrying a mantle of some sort and the holy holy spirit of god or whatever i did not even understand the holy spirit was living inside of you but the holy spirit of god because i thought the holy spirit was something you catch Oh. And then it makes right. you mad right and it yeah, right. yeah you that's, know, you so that's know, what you see. The holy you know, what run with it. Yeah. it, shut with it. Leave it at church and go home oh. and deal with your sin for life, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> By right. yourself without the Holy Spirit cuz you left it at church. <laughs> um and so <laughs> and so I remember like the, <laughs> the reading about the glory of God and the mantle and everything else mm-hmm. and um I I just felt inauthentic for so long in my Mm -hmm. Christian walk because it was like I was always trying to figure out what Christianity actually was and what it was like to be a good Christian because it felt like it kept changing from church Mm -hmm. to church, from preacher to preacher it was something else and it was like every time you get to the bar you just move the bar again or you extended it or you made another hurdle and it's like now how am I supposed to get over that hurdle you know it's like I I was doing all of this and I was like, actually, you're also supposed to you know, right. and it was like look here Just now. No I remember one to time to the first time I ran around and shouted around the church, I didn't realize my my shirt had come out. Oh. A loose in the back, so it was showing my bra. So I uh, while I was shouting. Oh, no. And then the cameraman followed me around while I was
0: shouting. No, he didn't. You gonna stand up
1: and showing the my brain. Bra. You know, and it, and it, it was I can't even shout. Uh huh. I caught the Holy Ghost. I shouted with the Holy Ghost, and now my bra is out for the world to see. <laughs> at that time, the internet wasn't popular. It wasn't the world, but it felt like the world that people yeah. could buy the CDs for church, DVDs, and watch it at home. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. and he followed me oh, wow. as I was shouting, shout in the back of my whole shirt. Heck, sir, if you're listening, she forgives you. But it- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So there was no, it was like, there was no place I could hide. Yeah. I was always somewhat exposed. But mm. I, when I look back at, in retrospect, it was like, God was, was constantly trying to tell me, you are enough. Mm. Yeah. You yes. are enough. Yes. What I made you to be, how I created you to be is enough. Without yes. you doing any of the work, without you trying to fit into a box, because right. you don't fit in a box, by the way. You are enough. And That's I. Right. it was so hard to grasp that. Yeah. And I remember reading the Bible where it said, there is therefore now no condemnation for, for those, those who are in Christ that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I read that and I was yeah. like, you mean to tell me? There is therefore now no condemnation. <laughs> <laughs> all my life i had fight. All my life i, my my fight. I fight. fight. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, Read, I used to read in the hallway in my apartment and I was like there is therefore now no condemnation for the, I'm in Christ that means Christ. there is no condemnation and right. I remember that being such a big revelation to me yeah. I ran into my mother's room while she was sleeping and I was like "Ma, you gotta you, and, she, and I think she, she got like a phone call and she was like oh uh, okay I say, mommy, there's no condemnation, mm-hmm. nothing. Like for the people who are in Christ, yeah. you ain't condemned. That ain't thing. And she was like, "Then he started yeah. like shouting again." Shut, 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 bro And I, remember I was so disappointed that she didn't get it. And I was like, God, I just want to have an experience with you. Forget it. If nobody else gets it, I just want to just me and you God I just want to just have an experience with you and I remember the mantle story and I had a blanket that had the names of of Jesus on it that my mom got me and I was like uh and it was like I'm covered in the names of Jesus right and I took the I was like Lord let this be the mantle let this hold your glory (laughs) and I put it over my head y'all Y'all, I don't even know how long I was out in that hallway. Okay, (laughs) I have no idea. The glory of the Lord fell in that little hallway, and 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 I just remember waking up in this peace and restoration that nobody had laid hands on me. Yeah, Yeah. nobody. There was no music playing. Yeah, there was no. It was nothing but just God. Mm. Yeah, and and that experience Mm -hmm. caused me to keep seeking God in that way. It was like. I need that God, right. yes. like I th- that God exists, and even though I still wasn't in a place where I could really explain it, then they were like, "Oh, you're supposed to be a preacher." So then I was a, pr- a minister in training. I was like, "I don't, <sighs> no, I just... yeah, I might be a minister in training." They gave me a mentor, and I was like, "But I, <sighs> yeah, I-, I want the God that I experience in the hallway, right. yeah. in right. my apartment. Right. I-, mm-hmm. I, I want that God, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until literally the grace message,
3: yeah."
1: Yeah. I, I I went to a church that appealed to my prophetic side and and taught me I wasn't crazy. I went, you know, I went through all of that. Oh um, Lord, okay, I've been talking a long time, but I went through <laughs> all of that. And and when I got the grace message, when I finally heard what grace is versus the law,
0: yeah, that
1: was like my next big yeah.
0: No, yeah, it was oh. like this is
1: too good right. to be true. Yeah. There's no way because you've been living in this shame, Mm -hmm. this constant, you know, and it's like, I had that glimpse of God, I had those moments with God, I realized I could find God in odd places, but I Mm couldn't, I didn't have a a tribe, I didn't have a group of people that I really felt like could understand that God is everywhere right. for real but not in the way that he's watching the, to see if you're right, doing, right, wrong, right, doing wrong but that he just because right. he loves you and he wants to protect you and it's like I have these story story testimony after testimony but it wasn't really like who do I share this with who yeah. do I explain this who yeah. do I yeah. help who do I you know and it's like I, I realized I had such a intercessory prayer tongue and I would just pray and and like I was like and they're like, "Oh, you're an intercessor," and I, I'm like, "I don't even know what that is. I just pray, you know." Right. It's like it was always like the right. title of a right. something, and it's yeah. like I just, I just, I just, just why me. Can I just be me? Right, right. It's like I just, I don't want to be because then it'd be like, if I don't pray like that the God, next God. time, then it's gonna be a thing. Then y'all be yeah. like, "Oh, she ain't really an intercessor. She's like, pray
3: like, uh, that uh, one good see, time." you uh, <laughs> got that one eye <laughs> closing and then that one eye pop open. Right. right. <laughs>
1: I just said something wrong. See, right. now I'm not an intercessor anymore. Mm. You know, and so it, it's, I, it took me a long time to and get it out of the... the wrong way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> my
0: it, man.
1: It, it took me a while to, to get to a place to really... And I think it's a constant growing. It's not like some plateau that right. you just reach. Mm. But it, right. it took me a long time to really kind of keep making it my default to come back to that I'm enough. Yeah. I'm enough. For for God, mm-hmm. and it, and no matter what people say, no matter what things that I do, I it's okay if I make a mistake. It's not going to be, mm-hmm. a, it's not a death sentence. It's yeah. not a shame sentence. It's not a condemnation. It's not. Right. It's like the Holy Spirit lives in me yeah. and loves me for who I am. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and and it's yeah. nothing I have to fix in order to come to God. Right. Right. That is what Jesus right. For, you know. And <laughs> so it's like no matter what title people throw at me the best title I have is Child of God. Yeah. Hey, right. now, that's my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, There's like, like. nothing, yeah. nothing higher than that mm-hmm. title. And it's yeah. like, that come to Jesus meeting was for real. It's yeah. like, come, here I am, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and now I can walk in that freedom in such a way that it's like, gosh, I live so much of my life. And I mean, I'm still young, but... I lived so much of my life in fear yeah. and in shame of doing the wrong thing, and that God would be disappointed in me. Yeah. And I still have yeah. those some of those little hurts that still need to be plucked up. But mm. for the most part, I thank God that I don't I don't have to perform for Him. Mm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. to love mm-hmm. me. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I don't have to do everything right from the love me. Yeah. And and that revelation, that truth, is what has endured. Mm-hmm. That's what has kept me. This this far yeah. kept mm-hmm. me through everything that God has placed me to do, whether it be singing or whether it be dancing, yeah. whatever He calls me to do. No matter what title gets thrown at me, mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Thank you, Lord, I'm enough." Yeah, of it all. Right. <laughs> right. I like that. I like that. A lot of
3: yeah. it is is like you know growing up and just experiencing shame. A lot of it is it is us experiencing those that conditional love. Right. It's just like yeah. when you're not. When you're not conforming to to someone's perception of you, or whatever the case may be, then um, then they're not okay with you. But the moment you're doing what they want you yeah, in, and that's manipulation. The moment that you're <laughs> doing exactly what they want you to do, and being who you want they want you to be, then they love you, and right. just, they yeah. just they just absolutely right.
1: embrace
3: you. But the yeah. moment you're you're unauthentically somebody <laughs> else that they approve of is the moment that you just like you're back in those conditional realms and so it's so it's almost hard once you get to the point where you're you're trying to understand God's love for you because you're like but I'm so used to all these conditions and all these terms and all these all these things that I have to do to earn Mm -hmm. this love Mm -hmm. that It's not until you come into yourself and you have that experience with God in that moment, outside of the church, outside of people, (laughs) outside of somebody laying hands on you specifically, but you have that intimate interaction with God to where he shows you his unconditional love. And that's when you start to come out of it after you see experience after experience that he loves you through your pitfalls. He loves you through those different things or whatever. And then you realize that... Everybody who put you in that place of shame all express that conditional love mm-hmm. towards you so it wasn't it wasn't the agape love it wasn't yeah. the god kind of love yeah. that you were experiencing and so and, and that's where the freedom comes in right. where you're just like. Yeah. Now, that's not saying I'm going to go out here and just be reckless with, with whatever I do and just say, God, I know you forgive me, right? Again, you know, but 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 there's still a freedom in saying I'm, I'm human and I'm going to mess up and you know I'm going to mess up. But it's just like a parent looks at a child and it's just like, I get it, you don't know better, but now that you know better, go to do better. But at the same time, it's not going to change the way I love you. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. change wow. how I feel about you as my child. You right. know? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. it'll
0: over... Coming shame, it is the result of knowing who you are. What yeah. y'all have been your saying, identity. your identity yes. in Christ. Yeah. Right. You know, because you know, when you think about shame, you know, you hide your face. Yeah. You look mm-hmm. down.
1: Because yeah. shame, you look mm-hmm. down. Yeah. yeah.
0: Regret, you look back. Mm-hmm. You turn behind you. Worried, you look left and right. but when Yeah. We lift our head up. She's come saying, on. Let's say, Let's say it against yes, y'all. y'all didn't hear on, that, that the first mean, time. Come on. You need to
1: say that.
0: So she gotta say it one more time
3: rewind it and listen to it again to <laughs> Rewind it and listen to it again. Like, she said what she said. <laughs> yeah.
1: But she that might not have said it said loud said. enough. Yes. Was said, say, say
0: it again. Say it, it loud with, with your say chest. When chest,
1: chest. chest. Yeah. When there's
0: shame you look down. When there's mm-hmm. regret you look back. Alright. When you worry you look to the left and right. That's what I'm when talking about. When you look up, you look up to the father hey. hey Hey, hey. hey.
1: We We can buy our album (laughs) on
3: Apple Music.
1: Right, right, right. well, shame.
0: I mean, because you you want to shield and hide your face. Mm Yeah, you know you don't want to look at people, and you want to look away, and you don't want to. You know, you become in bondage. Mm Yeah, when you're in shame you know because when you when you show someone who you are you show them their identity you yeah. have, they have to see your face yeah you know just thinking about iPhones or your phones you have they have to see your face to identify you mm-hmm. but when shame is such a hold on your life shame shame I know your name you know that old oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know and it's like the enemy will do that as much as you try to hide you know there's people that you know are just evil yeah. you know and they will shame shame I know your name you yeah. try to hide and you know and the enemy's like but I know who you are and I'm going to spread these lies about you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but knowing who you are realizing that because sometimes there's a process you know some for some people you have to go through the understanding of learning God's yeah. characters of learning who he is like what right, you yes. know what Daniel was saying this morning mm-hmm. on World Changers Houston uh, broadcast for Sunday morning <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's just streaming on Facebook Live and
1: <laughs> all your social media outlets. And, and all YouTube, on YouTube, also known as Deepa. One, two, three. Deepa, come on, Wait, do the song. Let's get deepa, deepa with Danielle. <laughs> we love you,
0: Danielle. We love,
1: we you. love you. Shout out we to love Danielle.
0: Me, Danielle. She's talking about uh, you know knowing the characteristics of God you know in your times of study know who he is and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. i believe that you know with shame it it, shame will make you forget who you are yes shame will only remind you of the wrong that you've done Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and who you weren't and yes (laughs) yes. yeah and who you're not Mm -hmm. exactly you know and it's not a question I have a question, too, but go ahead. I have a question. This is great facial expressions
1: here. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, I got to get this on video. (laughs) Because it's charging. Um, Charging. (laughs) Why do people hold on to the shame that they know has been forgiven, but yet they still hold on to it? And sometimes it cripples them in ways that they don't know it cripples them, but yet they still hold on to it. They know there's no condemnation in in Christ. They know that there's no condemnation for those who walk, but they still internally hold on to it, so they wear it. And then when things start to happen, it's like, but you're free, and you know you're free, but you still are holding on to it. Why do you think that's happening?
3: Mine is a short answer. Um, Not saying that yours is longer, but I'm just saying. You already know. (laughs) We know our sisters. I had a shorter answer. I would just say for me i think it's that when when shame is
1: is fairly fresh
3: um it takes
1: time but i'm not talking about fairly fresh i'm talking about ones that happened a while long long time ago hmm. well you, you i mean no i mean like years ago okay so that's that's a caveat to the question it didn't happen yesterday it happened 20 go 20 years plus and you mm-hmm. still are walking with it now that that's the type of type of question i'm talking about
3: Hmm. um yeah. I, I would say and and for me, i would say that i i was able to let go of um i was able to let go of shame when um when I finally verbally said out of my mouth, God, i forgive me okay. I know you've forgiven me mm. um And I accept the love you have for me because I think like shame is like one of those downward spirals Just like just like anger like, you know The underlying emotion behind anger is fear Mm -hmm. and and those types of things. I think when it comes to shame It's just it's identity and it's not Mm -hmm. knowing not completely It's not about not knowing because sometimes you know, but you don't fully embrace it. It's about mm -hmm. accepting
2: Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. about
3: accepting God says you are yeah. because shame will will make you think that you're all those names that you've ever been called it, those all those names, whether you called yourself that or whether somebody else called you that and so it's sometimes it's, it's one of those things where you you can't get away from it and the enemy is going to constantly try to resurrect those thoughts those emotions those triggers because the thing is those things don't completely go away because the Bible says there's no test or trial above that which you're able so it's not that the those those tests are not going to come or that those thoughts are not going to rise up or whatever it's about what are you going to do when they do rise up are you mm-hmm. going to call on god because you know you need him and you know you need a savior um to deliver you from that because the thing is once you've experienced something it doesn't 100 percent go away it just doesn't
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's an experience that you you've grown from learned from that molds you and makes you into the person that you are. It just, unfortunately, just doesn't go away. So I, my answer was probably short. But listen, uh, <laughs> I was thinking
1: my head. That's but, uh, my but
3: but no. But but the more I, I talk it out, the more it yeah. just I I just understand that that, and I've learned that. Don't be handing me no tissue because I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> Yes, she is. but but no but I heard something I heard like an interview um, the other day and I think I was talking to you about I I'd asked you if you had heard it or whatever where the lady was saying that she was basically um, she used to be did you say I was going to cry? Mm-hmm. I'm going to kick you in your knee uh, <laughs> basically she wow. basically said that she lived like a a like a long like her whole life or most of her life she oh was in God, a, a, a lesbian relationship and that eventually, you know, she's now, you know, married and with her husband and
0: things Jackie like that. Jackie Hill Perry. Jackie Hill Perry. Um, yeah. If you
3: have not That's heard her story. testimony, like it's so freeing. There's something uh, so, so amazingly yes. freeing mm-hmm. about that. Because what she what she helped me to realize, even in the time that I'm in, because you know, sometimes you just think you're past something and you you've grown you've grown through something, but you've not necessarily grown through it because it's not until something is brought up that causes you to, to, to resurrect certain feelings and emotions and things like that. But it's the way she explained it or the way I received it was basically that it's not that temptation does not come for me. It's that I realize that I have to rely heavier on God and make sure that that I'm keeping my eyes focused on him so that he can continue to, to keep me on the path. Of righteousness and where I need to go. It's not saying that you're gonna become this magically perfect person the moment you get saved, the moment you get baptized, and that you literally gonna have new hands and feet. That's not what it you know, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I just I, I think while she was talking, what I heard was actually the longer you are saved, the longer you walk a Christian walk, the easier it is for you to be combating shame. Yeah. Because what happens is the trick of the enemy tells you that. How you've been you've been following Christ all this time, yeah, and you and and then you failed, yeah. You know what I mean. So your failures are magnified, right? So much more so because now you're like, I should know better, right? I should, of course, I know I shouldn't have did that. How did I find myself falling into that sin? Yeah, knowing, be- you know, and you condemn yourself yeah. because it 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 feels comfortable. It's still a thing that because that's how people operate and we are still human beings that's why it's so easy to hold on to shame Mm -hmm. and fall into it even worse as you walk out in your Christian walk it be 20 years later Mm -hmm. it can be just something that you like man and I did that and and I and I after what God brought me through Mm -hmm. it's used against you it's like God brought me through that and I still ended up doing this. What kind of Christian am I? I'm not it's, representing Christ. Yeah. You punish I mean, yourself. You and you punish realize yourself. that everything is
3: punitive. It's and, like, if I do bad, I should get bad. And, and right. that's what you start And again, it.
1: conditions. Yeah. Yes. You're living yeah. under
0: yes. conditions. Yes. Yes. What you see Where regularly. God's love yeah. unconditionally.
1: unconditional, doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. He loves you. Regardless. Yeah. And I also yeah. think
0: for, you know, Inyang's question, I think a lot of it for me, what I think is unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do people carry it for so long Mm -hmm. is because some who, who don't have a relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. that they don't know that God forgives them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And someone like me, I knew that God forgave me, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't forgive myself. Like, how could I allow that? Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times too, to, um, to cover our shame, to not say anything because it's easier to lie. It's easier to believe a lie. And that it is to believe the truth and I think a lot of times people hold on and I can say for me that you know the stuff that I I shared with Mm y'all it was easier to hide it because you didn't know Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you what I want you to see Mm -hmm. I'm not going to show you what it's going to infect you you know because you might look at me different so we can always keep it deep down inside our Mm -hmm. shame but because it's easier to lie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so, and that—that's mm-hmm. just what I think. And I think forgiveness and unforgiveness is a huge part yeah. of a lot of things mm-hmm. in many people's lives. You know, being able to having to ask somebody for forgiveness. You know, yeah. I'm in the shame because what I hurt you. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, please forgive me. Or, mm-hmm. come on, Raquel, you. You you got to forgive yourself because God mm-hmm. only you are bringing yourself to mm-hmm. get down because God already forgave yeah. you. Yeah, your yeah. victory is there; it's at your reach. Yeah, but you choose not to walk in that victory. You choose not to walk in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it's I, look, it's comfortable yeah. shame walking mm-hmm. yes, yes. in shame. Yeah. For so it's, com- it's just comfortable, comfortable. For, because you, you know, feel like you feel do. like
3: I, I I'm deserving of the repercussions of whatever my sin is. So I get it. I get that I have to feel this way but right. in order to get yes. past it or get through it mm-hmm. when that's not how God wants it. And it will help the other person too.
1: to feel better if they see that I'm down. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that'll make up for the sin. Yeah. Remember, it wasn't it you who had them shoes that we kept telling you, you need to throw them away? throw them You had them shoes. You had them shoes. Yes. You had them shoes. They had holes. They was, holes. Talking. They was, they was they saying, it's me. All right, we got it. We you got, know. got it. We got it. We ain't seen them shoes. Y'all going in, <laughs> in the shoes? We got it. But, but no matter what, she was rocking them shoes. She was like they're because helpful. they were comfortable. They were something she was used to. I mean, it wasn't even like, oh, I can't get another pair of shoes. It was these are the shoes they they go with my outfits. Mm-hmm. That that's what shame can yeah. feel like. Yeah. It can feel like something that is such a default. Mm-hmm. It's something that you're comfortable with. Just the newness of sh- being shameless. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Sometimes you're like, I'd rather be in shame because I'm used to this. I know how this works. Right. This is the way we go to shame. We, we right. cry in shame. We hold our head in shame. And, yeah. you know, we know, <laughs> hey, there's, shame, there's another song. Yes, yeah. but, um, I, I talk in songs, okay? It's a true. Word. She does all the time. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's so comfortable. We get so used to it. We get so lax about it that, you know, breaking in new shoes or yeah. even getting a new outfit, and you're like, oh, this is how it is fly, but it got this little crease here, and I got to wait till my body kind of gets through. It's just like, like it's Gordon Guthrie. It ain't, it's Gordon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, like, a mess. it's like the beauty in it. Covered, right, yeah. <laughs> but you know, at some point we do have to walk in that newness, and it is uncomfortable, but it does mature us. Yeah. And I, and just the, the, the question I had because I, I feel it coming up in my spirit is that we've talked a lot about finding God outside of the church, right, or what we know is really the building, right, mm-hmm. the church, the people, everything else. But then, I guess, what question keeps coming up in my spirit, and we might need to just answer this on another podcast, mm-hmm. but then why? Why go to church? Mm. For all the people who are like, all this craziness that didn't happen all y'all that went through this horrible stuff, you got God on you your head, and you got you know, shame and getting kicked out and all, yeah. why go to church when yeah. all of these horrible things happen at church? And yeah, we're going to pause like... right there because I know you want to know the answer to that question, but we can't give you everything good right now. I know you're no, like, in no, are you serious? No, believe serious? it or not, yo, no, no this le- is, this
3: legit, is, this is, this is going to be another podcast. Like literally.
1: <laughs> because there's
3: so much we want to talk about. when Seriously. And literally, we were writing down topics for our next episode. Yeah. And um, don't say what. Don't say the topics. No, I'm just gonna say this one. No. Oh, okay. No, I would. And literally, it. Um, one of them says, "Where is the church?" Air quotes. These are air quotes. Um, where is the church during tough times? Right. So that's something that we definitely want to answer because I believe that that is what is going on in, in in our world right now. Is that a lot of people are are. Going away from the church versus to the church. Because like Teresa said in one of our previous podcasts, the church is supposed to be a place of healing. Um, it's supposed to
1: be a hospital for for us. So, yeah. So that's what we're going to end. Come back. <laughs> Please come back. Come we back. So much we want to hear this.
0: Come back. So much more. We have a lot more. Yeah. Yes. So we hope yes. you enjoyed this podcast. You know, if you want to send us an email or if you know us personally, a text or call us. You know, if there's anything that you need prayer for or just talk about, you know, just hit us up. And, again, thank you so much we for... We are here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.